Hi, it's Jess. We're taking a break from the podcast at the moment while we all enjoy the summer holidays. But I just wanted to release a special letterbox episode this week dedicated to all the great dads in the world. If you had a dad in your life, how did he show you he was proud? Was that something he communicated easily? Or do you not quite know how to say it? In this clip, I talked about just that with comedian Russell Kane. So my mum always said, for anyone who got an A-level, no one in my family, let alone the university, I think, I mean, I've got 17 cousins, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one with an A-level. Maybe Richard or Katie has, but I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who got an A-level, let alone a degree. That is a lot in 17 cousins for someone not to even get an A-level. So I get my A grade and then I get my first. Only I describe it as the only day my dad ever looks small. In amongst all those educated parents, they sort of look tall that day, knowing how to talk about posh and fancy things with all the tutors. And my dad looked like a thimble. He looked lost. And my mum said to me afterwards, because it wasn't a very successful day, and my dad rushed out the graduation because the traffic on the M25 is going to be fucking murder, so we can't hang about. And the parking's a rip-off. And I was like, well, I just said to my mum, he's just fucked the whole day again being a pig. And she went, he's very proud of you in private. And after my dad died, I realised that he used to sit in, in the Isaac Walton pub with his elbow going on, my son this, my son that. Never heard any of it. So my dad, we <laughs> raised the prospect of, Dad, I've got a first. And he was like, I'll be in the shed. And he's obviously gone down the shed to show pride in private. How weird. My dad does that there. My dad, like, to my face, he's like... He's never once said, you know, I'm incredibly proud that you got elected, you know. Well, he's a Tory, he wouldn't, would he? He's, a Tory. <laughs> he's not. He's like, he's like fucking Karl Marx, my dad. Um, the, uh, but to other people, I imagine he's so tedious, like, about how proud he is of me. Like, he'll say to me, I met a woman on the bus and uh, she's a big fan of yours. And I thought, only because you sat down next to her and said, you know, my daughter's Jess Phillips, that MP woman. Like, you're obviously telling people. Um, it didn't just come up. So, yeah, I think... My dad is very proud of me and proud, but I think that's a working class thing. And my mum used to describe it about her nan, her mum, my nan, that said if you build someone up, she believed, like, her son had died when he was nine years old, one of her kids, and obviously working class families with lots of kids is much more common to lose people and for people to die young that if you build someone up too much, they get close to the heavens and God can take them away, is what my nan used to think, that you have to keep people down to the earth for literally to save their lives. So maybe that's what he was trying to do to you. Maybe. I mean, I know there is a certain type of working-class man, like, break the child to build the character. I don't think my old man was like that. I think sometimes if you come from that sort of... Like my dad, as my dad always used to tell me, I never had a dad, and I used to whisper, you lucky bastard. <laughs> And not in earshot. It's the how you show, like, what is love, with a risk of sounding like that cheesy sound, what is love? It's um, it's shown through hard how work, hard he works for me and the material stuff that is lavished. Look at the hours I work. Look at my hands. Look where we're going, Menorca. That's the same as saying, I love you. The poor, miserable, probably depressed, hate-his-life, working-class, angry, right-wing bastard accidentally gave me this lottery ticket which keeps winning to do with gratitude to do with how i operate my family the doors are open people stay you know i just live my life opposite to him i know it's a horrible way to appreciate someone but i'd love him to have seen what i've done with a brain rather than a bicep if you want to listen to the rest of my conversation with russell scroll back to the 14th of april 2022 it's episode 34 of series one don't forget to listen like 
follow or subscribe to Yours Sincerely on this app or wherever you get your podcasts. And why not write a letter to friends telling them about this one? Don't worry, we'll be back soon with brand new wonderful guests and wholesome conversation. In the meantime, you can find us on at Jess Phillips Pod on socials if you'd like to get in touch with the show and watch some of our best moments. Goodbye. <laughs>